And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a comedian who hazes coyotes by yelling real loud, stomping his feet, and making them drink beer with Squee, TJ, and Boner until they boot and pass out. It's David Huntsberger! And she's a comedian who puts headphones on her dog, who doesn't seem to mind, although he does think that the host of Allison Rosen News Junior Best Friend can be a little much sometimes. It's Renee Colbert. <laughs> Chef Jeff is here to make candied apples with fresh razor blades. I'm your husband Daniel saying hop on board Love Bus. Say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little sopa pias. It's me, Allison Rosen. Welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Daniel, I see your eyes rolling back into your head. Are you trying to figure out what sopa pias is? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were just wearing that. I don't get my husband's joke look on your face. <laughs> oh, no. I get it. Okay. Yeah, I do have some notes on your intro, but I'll wait till we come oh, around. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sopapillas, which is a fried dough food. Oh, Renee's, oh you know it, yeah, Renee? that's the only reason I go to Mexican restaurants. <laughs> Sopapillas at the end. I've never had that. That was sent in by Alyssa Van Dyke on Patreon. Sopapilla is what I do when I bathe my son every night. <laughs> a sopapilla. His name, he's a Pia? That's what we call it. We call it his Pia. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. Yes. In our mommy and daddy and me class, there's like a big push. I imagine it's not just in this class, but in general, in raising kids to teach them to use the real terms. You got to use the real terms. Boy, um, that's your wainer. <laughs> that's what I, that I, <laughs> yeah. I do it as Wilford Brimley. Scrub your wainer now, son. <laughs> Look Be- at it and talk to it. <laughs> You because, don't want to Google how to wash a baby's dog. <laughs> because if you use the real terms, somehow that leads to them potentially being molested less. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how you get there, but that's... No, thank you. Do not touch my penis. <laughs> but anyway, I was thinking... There we're... was a big study where they took a thousand kids and then saw how much they would get molested and then they did a different God. testing on the other thousand kids. I think the idea is... I think the idea is that then the kid can tell someone and they won't be confused by, oh, okay. like, they'll understand. Yeah. But I was not thinking, trying to run around saying I've had sopapillas today. <laughs> like, we're so we're going to need to eventually graduate from tushy and dangus. <laughs> we, we don't say these to him. I have been making an effort to use the proper terms, although tushy, I still use So that. cute. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'd like to say hello to my guests. Hello and welcome back, David Huntsberger. Hello, good to be here. Your hair is lush and full and long as ever. Yeah. I feel like your mustache has made a move towards it looks more <laughs> dense than usual. Yeah. Have I you really... been densifying? <laughs> I thought it would be funny. I uh I went my old, the last time I grew my hair out, I um I, sh- I had shaved my facial hair into a mustache and then I went to the DMV with my long hair and this I looked like such a creep. This time it doesn't look as creepy for whatever reason. Last time it, it just was so creepy. Did you style it differently? I I don't know. I think it was bushier maybe the hair, like crazy kind of wispier. It was dry climate. And then when I went to the DMV, my plan was to like do a funky face. And- <laughs> <laughs> like the guy that touch your penis boy I was gonna just do and I didn't realize like they don't go okay ready 
they just as soon as you're standing, they take it, and then oh no! So just my standing face was so creepy, (laughs) and like sent me the driver's license. Your standing, your standing creep face. Yeah, (laughs) I had I had to tell people like, oh, I took a funny driver's license picture one time, and they go, oh, let me see it, and they look at God. (laughs) What did it it look like? Funny. It just looks like kind of stern, like I'm just staring through you because I was just gazing off with my creepy ass mustache. So. Kind of a funny thing, but then not the I, not the goofy face I was going for. This one, I was trying to recreate the same thing and send it to a friend of mine who got some bad news recently. I'm like, this will cheer you up. Look at my stupid face. And uh, it, it doesn't seem as, as bizarre as last time. Mm. Hmm. Did it not cheer him up? <laughs> I haven't sent it yet. It's not, <laughs> not ridiculous enough. <laughs> Just send him the driver's license photo. Oh, no, that's too creepy, right? Yeah, he's seen it. He's seen that it's one. It's too haunting. <laughs> Just chills people (laughs) (laughs) hello renee hello welcome back thank you for having me anytime i know what the carb is i want to keep talking about it just please real quick yeah Uh, david as a colorado kid or guess anybody have you guys been to casa bonita in denver no casa bonita uh i featured on south park the one of the place i liked there was I can't remember. Okay. Uh, they, they did these uh, chimichangas that were really good. Yeah. Uh, but, also uh, good. Blue. I, it wasn't Blue Bonnet. Is that a thing? Is that a chain? Maybe. Blue I think Bonnet? that's an ice cream. Who knows? Yeah. It was something like that. But that place was good. And then I did you go, like, when you grew up, it was sopapillas. Yes. And then now on the menus, it'll just say soaps. Yeah. What? Like, what? It's like a Mandela effect thing. Where I'm like, are soaps sopapillas? And I go, yeah, of course. Like, it's an abbreviation, I think. Right. But then sometimes I think. It's taking over. It's like, no, no, no. We don't know what soap appears. Like, it's just soaps. S-O-P-E-S? Yeah. Okay, that's better than S-O-A-P-S. Yeah. Sure. But, okay, soap appears. Is it crispy? Is it soft? It's like a donut. So, Casa Bonita is the, uh, it featured on the South Park, uh, is the restaurant where there are cliff divers in the restaurant. It's insane. It's the most insane, like, arcade cliff divey place ever. <laughs> but the food is horrific, except for the sopapillas and if you say the whole word when my brother's six he just took the pee and ran with it so he's sopapapillas <laughs> i mean we had fun uh so so yeah what was it like a like a fluffy donut like a tortilla with a little bit more sugar mm-hmm. in it i would say and then yeah. it puffs up so it's it's a hollow uh middle and then you bite a hole in it or you can tear it but if you bite it, and a little bit of steam comes out then Ooh. you just fill it with as much honey as you would like that's yeah. what I do. Yeah, and they just have sticky paws for days. It's fantastic. But it it's sounds fun. good. It is I, good. Not the honey part, but it's the like, rest of it sounds it's good. It's like to Indian me. fry bread, similar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Is that non? <laughs> <laughs> is Indian fry bread non, no, or is not that India, non? Apita fry bread tortillas. They're all similar. Pu- they're very they're just. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what the deciding factor is to like. I'm gonna puff up, or I'm gonna mm. stay kind of thicker. Right. Yeah. I think it's oil in the pan. Mm. How does this cliff diving in... First of all, what is cliff diving? And then how does it work in a restaurant? Cliff diving. Great question. I bet you could guess what it is. Well, <laughs> yeah, I think you can do it. Someone jumping off a cliff? Yeah. yeah. With a, Got it. Okay. <laughs> I, I nailed it. I nailed it. <laughs> so good at that. I went to it as a kid. Now, I've, I've, I remember the cliff diving. Everyone, right. It was a big buildup. But the thing I remember from our one time at Casabinina when I was a kid yes. is my aunt had been to the zoo with her kids and a gorilla like lazily leaned over and flipped off the crowd. Oh, that's <laughs> like, oh, wow. Ad- inadvertently Fun. or otherwise. And so she was like telling us this story and did it. But then like a couple <laughs> tables over, they were like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> 
And so as a kid, I just never got over that. That was the funniest thing. It is. That's hilarious today. Pretty fun. <laughs> They're all offended. She couldn't have done it less. Ag- she was like the gorilla. She was leaning over like. So like Fuck you. Yeah, like what did they think was happening? She just like. Fuck these. I'm not going to look at you. Did she like try to charade what was actually? She's like, we were at the zoo. There was a gorilla. He did it or. I remember. By the way, Renee's. We were at the zoo. He did it. Just involved swinging her arms to the left and then swinging him to the right. It's a gorilla. Are you kind of like it's Jerome Pitts at each swing? Gorilla, Listen, gorilla. Between Allison knowing what cliff diving is and my impression of gorilla, do we need to get on a game show? I know. Right. Right. Uh, I think either the cliff diver guy got in the mic. I mean, I was so young. I don't. I just remember it went one beat longer than anyone was expecting, so okay. it was kind of uncomfortable. But then she was just like, ah, <laughs> just wait. I don't don't let them affect our night and we all really appreciated that she sounds fun she was real fun yeah she's oh, still was? living yeah okay. but she's not as fun now she's not as fun okay but how's our cliff in the restaurant sure so it's a pool that i think we probably uh, put together it's a very big room right uh so yeah it's a huge huge room uh there's a pool it's like a diving board but then they decorate it to look like it's a cliff there's a thing that happens in are they on ropes no nope. just diving just- in Oh, so there's water crazy. in there. There's yes. water. Okay. Yeah, there we go. That <laughs> still though. In a lot of these towns where so it gets splashy. really cold, they have these indoor swimming like water parks. <laughs> this is the thing. Yeah. I think they have yeah. it in like Des Moines and stuff. And um, so in the middle of winter, you can go swimming. I think they mm-hmm. have one like, huge room. here in oh. LA, the Great Bear Lodge or the Great Something Wolf Lodge. So maybe? customers can go cliff diving, which is diving into no. the pool. I don't. Think no, no, so. no. They have performers. I think. Yeah. I remember this it is being like the like worst Chuck E. Cheese. Kind of a <laughs> rockish wall with vines and kind of greenery. So it was meant to look like you had come to a waterfall in the jungle. Mm. This is a, yeah. no, that's such correct. an old memory. But then this platform and then maybe some music of sorts. A guy who I remember being dressed relatively Polynesian style. Mm-hmm. Uh didn't do like a lot of waving to the crowd, but took a long time <laughs> to get ready. Uh-huh. And then just dove and was in the water and we were like, eh. Okay, and then back to eating our food. It's kind of like, oh, does that sound right? Yeah. Have you no, been that's there, exactly it. Yeah, I know it because of South Park. Oh, <laughs> now do only a few tables have a view of him when he lands in the water? It's kind of like mm. stadium seating, right? Or kind of like a um, a medieval times situation. Wow. Yeah, I don't remember that. <clears throat> or maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they could have renovated it. I was so young. <laughs> I'll just do some. Um, I remember being yeah, like a table kind of like this, and then tables around, and then sure. so I had to kind of peek through oh, sure, some sure, people sure. to see it. But he was elevated, so then we all had a view of you I'm know him standing in. up there on the, the. You would love it. You'd have a <laughs> great time. <laughs> wow, sopapillas and a show. I know, and the smell of chlorine. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> What's like a show that you like? You know, would you like when people hang from those curtainy things and spin around? Do you like that? She well, likes I saw Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, when we were in Vegas a couple years ago. Oh, the, the O one is is got divers. Yeah, yes. but I preferred right. the Love Beatles Love. Yeah, that was more fun. Um, so apparently, I enjoy people like doing a lot of bouncy shit mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> on bikes. Yeah, and um, trapeze stuff excites me. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm into. Yeah. Oh, I didn't like as much. And that had water. And the splashes. Okay, never mind. Yeah. You can skip Casa Benita, which may not. Is it still open? Well, who knows? I yeah. will have information next time I talk Thank to you. Thank you. You're welcome. Daniel, hello. Hi. 
So uh, my notes. <laughs> it's PJ, not TJ. It was. Oh yeah, when Squee. Mm-hmm. Oh. PJ and Squee. Eh. But I was making it. <laughs> sure. I wasn't. It wasn't, wasn't supposed to be. Well, it was, but I wasn't necessarily supposed to be like a real thing that happened. Okay. But why'd you like, squee then? Yeah. Because it's just a funny name for a group. It's supposed to be referencing that with squee, but there was no boner. Yeah. All right. Well, there was. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And Mark, then also, this one's not a note for you. This is just a general note with uh, the show that's. Oh, no. With me being a little too much. One of our dear friends. <laughs> <laughs> told us that his wife said to him about the show what, but they, they weren't married yet they weren't they were just and dating they, we had uh had, now had we met her yet i can't remember i can't remember either but he he had her listen to the show <laughs> she then, felt that at times i was a little much okay <laughs> uh, she is a lovely person she said that she like, told to him you? that. He told us. Oh, yeah. Told us <laughs> Which is the kind of thing that you should keep to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, great. <laughs> I'm so psyched about this double date, you guys. I do want to say my wife did listen to the show. Great news. She found you to be a little much. A little much. You know Daniel, what? I want to know where. <laughs> you know I think what? She said the show. She said the show was a little much. Maybe. Oh. Okay. This is before you guys were on it, so oh. don't take that. Don't. Uh, don't take that personally. I don't disagree with her. <laughs> yeah. I do. This had to have been before, no, after we met her. Because if it had been before we met her, it's all we would have been talking about on the way to meeting her. And we wouldn't. May have been, though. I, I, I don't can't think remember. so. Yeah, maybe not. I don't well, think so. It depends on what she oh, was maybe. listening to on the way. Like, if she's just listening to NPR, I can see yeah. how, well, I wasn't ready for the laughs. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, maybe we had, because I remember we were talking about wanting to, like, what if during the meal we're like, this soup is a little much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's good, but it's a little much. Yeah. So I guess it was before. Yeah. Anyway, she's lovely. They're lovely. Yeah. We've moved past it. They are unaware that we had to move past it. But <laughs> hello, Jeff. Hey, Allison, it's time to start the show. Sound the alarm. I love it. <laughs> Who is that? Just That's kidding. you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why did I do that? I don't remember. I'm crazy? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Let's see. What? I feel like I've got a lot of stuff. Unfortunately, none of it's coming to mind right now. <laughs> I'm a professional. Um, Daniel, what is it that I need? Well, I can talk about this. We we have an official moving date, <gasps> and guys. I'm still filled with moving paralysis. Wow. We are going to have people pack us, um, but there's like sherpas on their backs. Yes, <laughs> they will convey us from here to there. So I had this epiphany because at first I'm like I can't like I just sat in front of my shit and I'm like I can't figure out how to do this and I had this epiphany the only thing I need to do is figure out what I don't want to go with us I just have to clear out the shit I don't want which is like probably half my stuff um because I I am overdue for having purged oh like moves ago um but then I still find myself having paralysis so today I thought you know what I'm just going to I'm going to I'm going to visualize it because it feels like very murky when I try to <clears throat> to think about it and figure out how to start and it's at the end of October so it's soon 
but not so soon that like the fire of like, oh shit, they're going to be here tomorrow is motivating me. This is a vigil. (laughs) And I don't know. You know what it is? I think like I have so much resistance. I think I have resistance to like dismantling this place. And so I don't want it to like, I don't want it to feel not like our home, even though it is not, we we own a home. We should be, Living in down. it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but anyway, I'm like, I'm going to make a, I'm just going to make a list of the different rooms in the house and what needs to go into those rooms so that I can, instead of like, how am I going to haul all my shit there? Just what is the shit that I want there? And then I, like somehow that'll clear it up somehow. This like, is how far I got. <laughs> Front room. Baby stuff. Coats? Question mark. <laughs> vacuum question mark and then i took a nap (laughs) i couldn't do it i don't know why i can't do it i cannot do it i'm so you know they say a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step i think they're wrong (laughs) that may not be true i packed up one box of stuff that i for sure won't need until after i have the baby which is mostly like like po- postpartum supplies and that stuff right. and that's in the house and then i've like thrown out some beauty products and i've thinned out my books a tiny bit i'm ready there you go <laughs> yeah, you're good to go no but it's like we have to do it because we're paying them by the hour to pack us right and it's like it's going to be like an extra it's going to be so much extra if we don't thin out the stuff a and b is we're going to be taking so much stuff to the new house that we don't want to go with us mm-hmm. when are the movers coming October 25th. Well, that's why. You know you've got weeks. Yeah. Or at least that's for me. Like I'm a, I'm a big weeks. night before. Uh, and I think sometimes if you know you can do it, I bet you know you could do it in three days if you had, had, had to. I was thinking, in my entire life, I have only done something not at the last minute once. And I'll tell you <laughs> what it is. In college, I had an essay due in some English class. So it was Our Lady Peace who was going to be playing the show at the Lab Anti-Mall. I don't know if anyone's been there. It was like big, a big deal when it opened in Orange County. It was an anti-mall, which all that, what does that meant. Even mean? It meant that like it had sort of exposed uh, beams and it looked undone. <laughs> and it had some <laughs> wrought iron. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a mall designer. Are you sick of going to malls that look just like malls? Not the anti-mall. You're going to see beams, concrete. You're going to see everything you don't want to see. Yeah, no stores. <laughs> no, it had stores. That's the thing. Um, but it had like benches that looked unfinished and there's this real unfinished looking. Is and... there a Cinnabon? You better believe it. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> And it also had landscaping that now has become very popular because it was like a bunch of dirt and a couple cactuses and like low water and then like corrugated tin and a tiny little fountain. My aunt moved out of Santa Fe, left me a bunch of stuff. We brought it to the anti-mall. Consider it decorated. So Our Lady Peace was going to play at the anti-mall. This guy that I had a crush on was going to be there and I did not want to have to come home from this evening of romance which <laughs> if you ever were gonna come home you know, exactly. I mean, this could have been it for you that being said like zero happened with him zero <laughs> it turned out that he had a crush on a friend of mine and that's why he was like getting close to me but anyway i didn't want this paper hanging over my head so i finished it the night before and i was thinking about this last night 
when I was thinking about how I'm so stuck with all the moving stuff, that is literally the only time in my life I can think of that I finish something not at, at the last minute. With time to spare. Yeah. yeah and this was in college. Like, this is a long time ago now. <laughs> <laughs> but I have enough time that it doesn't have to be a super pressure kind of thing. And yet I'm, it's headed to, in that direction. Do you feel super proud of yourself when you do it in the amount of time that most people would be like, oh, you can't do it? Because that happens for me sometimes. I think I, I think a little bit I'm an adrenaline junkie in that way yeah. um, of like, I mean, I used to pull all-nighters all the time. I can't do that anymore. Sure. Well, I don't ever have to anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I would like, like I'm going to get up at 4 a.m. and write my whole paper. And then I would do it. And it, it, I was proud of myself. Yep. But that's also because I remember when I finished that paper early, I didn't fe- it, I didn't feel that huge catharsis that I would feel when I right. pulled the all nighter. It's like, no, oh, I feel responsible. Uh, yes. Less exciting. Could it possibly be that when you hold off to the last minute, it, it forces you to <clears throat> stop pondering things and just do it? Like, yeah, I'm if sure you that's do it now, it then, then you're sitting there making these complicated lists of rooms <laughs> and things that are in the rooms and boxes. And where do I start? You know, where is but if it's last minute, it's just like throw everything in a box and go. You know, yeah. there's no time to think. I don't know. I mean, probably easier. But, well, then again, though, I love it. <laughs> it I love it. I love it. And I'm. Uh, <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Maybe I. Oh hell no. <laughs> she, called, she said the show is a bit much. Short answer is no. <laughs> much. Except when it's convenient. I think she said it was a little. Much. I do. Here, here's where it's going to get uh, a little murky. I don't think so. I don't think so online. I mean, there were. I think word counts were important in print magazine, <laughs> oh but online God. there isn't my that. Favorite part well, is where I Jeff mean, unless just there's stares like dead ahead. No. <laughs> uh, boy, I don't know. Oh no, this is 45 <laughs> minutes, guys. Oh my God. Up. Well, I have seven of these. I have to decide which one is going to go next. I, I'm only oh basing God. that theory on the fact that I've looked in boxes you've packed in the past, and. It, it was it was the the box packed by a person who took their arm and swept the desk. <laughs> well, that editing. was not a box packed by me because. Do <laughs> <laughs> you like me to pull it out? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. I don't think that was packed. Oh no. Okay, when I moved from um, New York, yes. I had movers pack me, and uh, they just like took every you know s- s- swept all the shit into a box okay. but i think there was one box that i packed myself and i think it's that one let's find out what's in it i've hastily oh, cobbled together a theory if you care to hear it i would like to hear it as you mentioned the uh shabbily thrown together boxes some key elements factored in that i think are vital to what's happening yes You're moving from new york which means you move to new york and likely along the way a few other moves as well. So yeah. you've moved before you know I've the, moved a thousand times. So the process you're familiar with. And yet every time there's it's, always It's like always a, awful. Is but mm-hmm. you you know how to do it. Like mm-hmm. you know like Renee was saying subconsciously it's just, it's not rocket science. These things have to go to that place. When I uh first started doing do this now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, take a look at this box. No, I just wanted you to share what's on the top layer of the box, but All no right. one can hear you. And David's got a theory that we yeah, had to swing wait, back. No. Hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. <laughs> sit down. Sit. Well, sit. Your... Myself. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. Sit down. Okay. Hold your horses. David has a theory. Then okay, we're going to hear, hear what's in the top layer of the box. <laughs> let's hear it. When I first started doing the junk show, which returns this Sunday, the 14th, if you're in town, 8 p.m. The Copper Still. I um, 
I knew how to screen print, and I was, but I had this wooden screen that was kind of warped, and for whatever reason, the prints were going terribly. And then my emulsion was being a jerk, and suddenly, like a thing that I was supposed to have done by one p.m. was now like, well, I hope this emulsion dries, and then I can blow out the screen again by three p.m. Then again at like five p.m. because I'd messed it up yet again. Now it's getting like, we need to go to the show. And I'm still like trying to pull ink through these things at like seven. And then I rush down there. The, the, they didn't even look good and try to get all, you know, everything together. It was just like, that was so stressful that then I reverted to in the ensuing months trying to get the screen prints done like three or four days ahead of time to have that feeling that the paper gave you. But then after a while, I was like, I'm getting this consistently done by that day's deadline. So then now I on the Sunday feel very comfortable doing the screen print because I know the steps and like I'm not even if I screw it up I've got some fail safes and whatnot but I think that's it I think you've done it so many times you kind of know it's gonna happen and I find it very unpleasant Mm -hmm. like I think I, I wrote about I wrote about it in another essay in my book I find the moving process very unsettling and very unpleasant and so I don't want to dig in sooner than I have to. But aren't, I mean, what if you flipped it around to the parts where like you pull something out and you go, ah, this thing. Like there are those moments, right? Yes. There's yeah. two, but there's a ton of those moments. Like that's, Oh, there's two minutes. It's overwhelming. Yeah, there's two, it's kind of, yes, that's exactly what it is. Like it's kind of overwhelming. Hmm. But also every time I've moved, I've done it last minute. And I've always thought, what if I did it the like easier way where it's not this mad dash crazy rush and uh, now I have the opportunity, and yet I cannot make myself do it. I want to start a whole philosophy and theory of psychology where people come to me and I go, that's just how you do it. That's just you. That's Trap, just you. Just stop trying to be somebody else. And just, this is the thing you do. You're, you're doing fine with it. Yeah. You're not going to no. make much money, but I like I, it. <laughs> <laughs> well, part good. of the thing with moving, too, is that you need the stuff that you're living well, with for the most thing. part. Yeah. So once you put things in boxes... Like I, there's some boxes here of, of like art supplies and, and desk stuff that I was like, eh, you know, I'm not, I'm not working on anything. I'll put it in boxes. But of course, you know, there've been times when I've needed things. And I have to dig through the boxes again. It's just yeah. easier to wait because, yeah, you know, you, you're living in amidst your th- stuff that you need. Like the actual logistics mm-hmm. of how is it going to go with Elliot and the move? Because they're coming the day before to pack, and then they're moving us the next day. But it's like we we can't really pack up all of his. I mean, we'll figure it out. But it's yeah, really treat tricky. it like a little vacation. You pack yeah. up like you're leaving for the week, and then right that's there. Yeah. I but I agree with you with moving. It's the worst. Moving is what has made me a minimalist. Just I've thrown away my stuff so many times that's that now dream. I have like two boxes. Yeah. That's my dream is that we would be throwing away like two thirds of our shit, but I know we're gonna end up packing it and moving it. Because we're not this gonna feels do directed the work. at me. <laughs> it's mostly your shit. I know, I know. I have it's, so much shit that I don't want. That I know, I like. but the thing is, it's like if we we don't have anywhere to put it in the new house. I have either. so as I was Thinning out my books today, yeah. I found uh, a furniture catalog from Room and Board in, from 2008. I'm sure it's still good. And still a furniture useful. catalog from Crate and Barrel from 2008. Good to keep it. Before Hang on I to that got shit. Rid of, I got rid of the Room and Board one. Before I got rid of the Crate and Barrel one, I had to look through it. Just in case. Just to... Um, Reminisce Re- on yeah, couches of yours. Well, I was, I did reminisce of like, oh, they used to stock that one in that fabric. <laughs> <laughs> and they no longer make my couch, the Huntley Woods. So, and, and it was listed in there. For a second, I thought it wasn't even in there. I'm yeah. like, oh, it'll be easy to get rid of this. Mm-hmm. But anyway, before I got rid of it, I'm like, I've got to take a photo <laughs> of the 
<laughs> the dimensions of my old couch. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I'm... So, you know, it's useful to keep it. This is a show where I'm truly proving that I am more than a little much. But then there's like a, th- a lot of books that I'll never read or never read again. But then I thought, but I don't want to get rid of them. Are and we going to look think, through this box here? Yeah, we are in a second. Because first I have to tell you guys about Carbon 38. I am currently wearing my cardigan wrap thing with the cool cold elbows, the elbow <laughs> cutouts from Carbon 38. I, it, I'm i wearing it nonstop. I've been wearing it so... It's Yeah. I don't know how I feel about being a person with a uniform, but I am one. Um, it is my go-to pregnancy shirt. It's not even for pregnant people, but... It's for me, and I am pregnant, hence it is. Uh, I bought another one. I'm like, I'm wearing this so much, I don't want it to get all pilled up. I bought another one, (laughs) and I bought another similar black cardigan wrappy thing. Same, Well, it's on Carbon 38, but um, it's the same manufacturer, and it has cutouts on the sleeves in a different direction oh this is i know and i used my own code and got a discount (laughs) because i did hear about it through myself so carbon 30 (laughs) so i am like a poster woman for carbon 38 um they make athleisure stuff so it's like can your workout clothes double as your outfit for a night out or even for work allison rosen says yes (laughs) you're you're using more of the latter than the former, but... <laughs> but yes. More Carbon 38 is a performance fashion e-commerce site that curates brands that blur the lines between workout wear and street style. Pieces transition effortlessly from studio to street or from workout to weekend. Mm. Carry I- They carry items that are ideal for layering over workout wear like leather jackets and knitwear. Um, and they have the best... They're best-selling Takara leggings, lightweight leggings with a liquid finish that makes it look like leather. The collection is sold out three times. Comfortable, breathable, lightweight, totally opaque. Four different styles available. Super slimming waistband that you never have to pull up. I'm in love with them, with Carbon 38. Mm-hmm. Free returns within the US. Why did you stare at me when you said that? I don't know. I'm in love with them, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you should know. Uh, Carbon 38 curates pieces that mix style with function, empowering women through their wardrobes. Carbon 38 offers new arrivals daily from the top luxury performance fashion labels. Go to Carbon38, that's Carbon38.com, and use code Allison for 20% off your order. That's Carbon38.com, promo code Allison for 20% off your order. Okay, let's find out what's in what's this in the box particular box. <laughs> okay, so now, if there's anything embarrassing, you got to be be cool. So on the very tip top here, we have uh, a plastic hanger, <laughs> uh, a bag. Oh, this is mine. I put that in there. Uh, some bags, just some empty bags, some papers. You this can, was a you load can put bearing. things in those. loose papers of some sort. Uh, empty bag of curtains or those something those were my curtains <laughs> i don't think that by the way that bag you lifted up that yeah. i used that as my bag in new york for a while i don't think it's it's probably not truly this empty bag, oh brown, i remember that black first. bag another bag some hose hose <laughs> uh, some more hose or something bra can you remember where in your apartment this pile this was a crumpled up manila envelope <laughs> oh that's where i left that manila envelope so, you know very important to hang on to this <laughs> You know, if you if you steam that in the shower and iron it for about twenty minutes, you could use that. Here, come right back. Let's see. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, what is this? What's this? Yeah. Uh oh. You want to see what that is? U- Ultimate guide to chess. <laughs> yeah. What is this? Uh, 
I would love that if that was a note that was like, hey, please clean up a little bit. <laughs> it's crumpled up and thrown in a box. Team, exactly. Team America DVD. Good movie. Um, Great. No. Now, I, Renee, I, would you say s- that there's an order to the way this is packed? or would it, this does feels it, like it, a sweep. it definitely looks like a, a heap of a closet was tossed in a box. Okay, so let me just, I'm going to bum everyone out for a second. The guy who loaned me Team America, I worked with him at Time Out, and then he died of cancer. Oh, God. So what do I... I got to keep it, right? Well, sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Do you? There's a, a newspaper here, The Arts, New York Times, November 29th, 2005. Um, there's an article by David Carr, who's passed away. I'm not sure. Is there some reason why we're keeping this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to look at it. Scan through it for references out. to our friends and family. <laughs> and then let's move. What's about doo-wop? I don't, know, I don't know why I have that. That's a promotional item. And my book, this is like a full-blown like coffee book that weighs yeah. about 10 pounds. It's a, a burned CD here? Oh, yeah. Asian Iowa. Iowa. Rhett Reese gave that to me. <laughs> you were right. There are a lot of those... Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Like this. This is this crumpled up thing is a fan letter. What in the word? I don't know what that is. Word play, word lore, and answers to your pesky questions about language. See, I want to read that. It's an uncorrected (laughs) (laughs) proof. I'm glad I kept it. A belt? That's half a belt. It's a a thick belt that you can unzip and turn into two thin belts. Wow. Uh Uh-oh. Is that Tylenol? A bag of pills. A Ziploc bag full of Tylenol? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A sticker for a VHS tape (laughs) that you can write on in case you're going to tape... Friends Ooh. or something, I suppose. It's you got untouched. The side label there. Remember when people would run out of those and it would have like the movie? Then that'd be crossed yes. out. It'd be something yes. else. And they'd just Ooh, run out yeah. of space. A sample for White Musk. <laughs> oh, I like. Is that <laughs> from the from <laughs> from the body shop? Sure. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in there. <laughs> we got some guitar strings. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Guitar strings. Imagine if you were a detective or a crew of detectives trying to put together a profile. What is, yeah, God, I want to know. We've our suspect enjoyed <laughs> doo-wop music, may or may not have been a musician. A book light. I mean, I could go on. There's literally an hour's worth of stuff in there. She has the top of a pan. Oh, oh yeah. Top a tiny of a, little a, pot. An old-timey pot. It looks like a pot from the 1920s. <laughs> Was this grandma's pot? <laughs> that that might. So I used to pull numbers out of a double boiler. Mm-hmm. I think that is the top of the double boiler. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. that makes so sense. It has a sentimental. Like exactly. now, see, as Dave pointed out, now I want to go through this box and I keep don't see all why of you it. Wouldn't. Just remember it all. Try erase. Wait, what does that say? Welcome. Oh, apparently I wanted to buy a welcome mat at so some point. Did you, get, did you do it? <laughs> no. So that's why it's still on there. It's not crossed out. Still on the to-do list. But she remembered because exactly. it's on the dry erase board. Still on there. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh that's fun. This is good. I agree oh, with this. Oh, my guitar strap. Guitar strap. You're not on the mic, honey. <laughs> 2001 Zagat's Guide, New York City. <laughs> Okay, that we can throw out. About half of these are probably... <laughs> We've legal. reached something we, we can throw out. It was not we the Manila it. envelope. It ended up being the Zagat's Guide. Keep <laughs> toss. We got it. The predicate CD? Anyway. It's <laughs> great. A promo oh, CD. Oh, Allison, this is... 
If I were a prop master, this could not gonna, have been. By done the way, better. this Manila envelope, I'm going to frame it. I'm going to get yeah. one of those box frames. I'm just going to take it to Aaron Brothers. I'm like, don't flatten it. Keep it as is. I want full dimensionality here, and I want it just there. <laughs> This came all the way from New York, circa 2005. We can get rid of that doo-wop book. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Look at you. Are you going to take anything with you? This is getting nuts. It's a Tylenol. That doesn't go bad. Unopened doo-wop book? (laughs) You're cold. Honestly, that was an expensive looking book. Yeah. But I know. Well, what should we do? Sell it? I mean, it was like, I received it for free. We could uh, give it away to Patreon members. Ooh. Just shipping alone would break us. Do a fundraiser. Raise some money for something. That's true. Yeah. Raise money. I know. Like, there's items in my- For (laughs) hoarders. Some sort of, like, hoarder uh, charity. For new manila envelopes. (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking about that. Like, there's items in my closet that I- would be ready to get rid of or sell. But if I choose to, like if we do a fundraiser or something like that, and then that involves the actually having to send out stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm more in a like, just, just make it gone. Yeah. But I can't even do that. So maybe if I thought of it as a fundraiser, that'd be easier. Support for Allison Rosen is your best friend comes in part from Simple Contacts, the most convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription and reorder your brand of contacts from anywhere in minutes. There are a million things demanding your time. Contact lenses shouldn't be one of them. Simple Contacts lets you renew your prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes. The doctor's office is now wherever you are. It's designed by ophthalmologists and a licensed doctor reviews every test so you can skip the office visit but not the care simple contacts has all the brands and types of lenses you're familiar with so you never have to shop around to find your lenses at the best price now as you guys know i used to claim that i was cursed with perfect vision i can no longer claim that because i went to the doctor and it turns out that i do need glasses but um i don't have a con i actually can they do contact lenses for uh if you just need like reading that's a good question. I, I don't, don't know. know. Anyway, I didn't get the contact lens pres- prescription, and I also haven't even gotten my glasses yet. But Renee, you use Simple Contacts, yes. and tell me about that. I am blown away by this guy. So they, I was like, what? I, I don't understand. How do you not go to the doctor? I, it's nuts what this phone app can do. So you videotape yourself, like looking up and right and down and left to make sure your eyes are healthy and you can wear contacts. And then you place your phone 10 feet away from you, and you do an eye chart, and you tell the phone the letters and it knows your prescription. Really? Wow. It's nuts. And then they have an ophthalmologist approve it and you get contacts. It's nuts. You, and they can do stigmas? Mm, I think so. The way that it works is it's just making sure your current prescription. Yeah, is you right. do it with your contact with the contact. They can yeah. extend it. I see. I see. Which um, is amazing. And so then, is it like super easy to order and stuff? So easy. Yeah. It, the minutes is not an exaggeration. It takes like four minutes. It's great. This is not a replacement, reminder, this is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. Get $20 off your order at simplecontacts.com slash best friend or enter code best friend at checkout. That's simplecontacts.com slash best friend or code best friend at checkout for $20 off. Simplecontacts.com slash best friend or code best friend at checkout for $20 off. Now, we have a snack chat item on the table. Yeah, we do. Where are you guys with pumpkin spice in general? <clears throat> Not a fan. I loved it. I do think it's gotten a little out of it. It's a bit much at this <laughs> point. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, I like it. I will say, though, the Cheerios were pretty good. The pumpkin spice Cheerios. But generally, no. Okay. 
I like a pumpkin bread. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pumpkin beer is real hit and miss. Very rarely I get one. I'm like, ooh, they did this well. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Renee. I think it's a little too much with the pumpkin and everything stuff. Yeah, I like a pumpkin bread and a pumpkin pie, and that's about it. Well, oh, there's like a pumpkin soup, but that's not really pumpkin spice. Yeah, like oh, and pumpkin raviolis. Soup, yeah. Those are weirdly good. Those are good. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So. Can this I, is are these pumpkin M and M's? They're like white pumpkin pie, pie M and M's. Oh, white boy. pumpkin pie. Yeah, I think that means it's white chocolate. Oh, so I guess this maybe is not exactly pumpkin spice; it's pumpkin pie flavoring. I'm suspicious about whether that's actually white chocolate. Well, white choc. What is the uh, what would qualify it as white chocolate? Because white chocolate is not actually chocolate. Well, does it white chocolate Cadillac? is a thing though. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I'm just not sure that these candies end up being, like, real um, cocoa butter or whatever it is. It does smell very harvesty <laughs> and pumpkin pie-y. Uh, David, on an episode that you were not on, we tasted maple candy corn. Oh, I have exciting news for you. I was here, <laughs> blending into the shadows, not standing out in any way. Uh. Well, you left quite an impression. <laughs> what did everyone think of them? What? I'm dying to hear. <laughs> yeah, tell them about it, honey. I honestly can't remember. <laughs> like, this is pregnancy. Hmm. I think that uh, I think we all liked them. Did we all like them? Yeah, <laughs> they're really yeah. good. These are way better than I thought they were going to be, according yeah. to me. Oh yeah, these yeah, are they good. Yeah, I think the same thing with the um, maple candy corns. There's a threshold. Right, thirty of these would be. They're subtle enough, though. Mm. To to eat a handful of them. You think you could eat thirty? I mean, you could, but would you still be enjoying them at number thirty-one? No, these would be good on a cold autumn. Afternoon with a cup of hot chocolate. According to the news, you'll never experience that ever again. Yeah. Right. True. Uh, here's what I like about it. It's got a very last minute aftertaste of like, but I'm still an M&M mm. at the right. very end. I like it. Um, yeah, the, the, the new flavored M&Ms are uh, real hit and miss. There's... They had one that was a candy corn flavor that was pretty good. And then they had one. They have one which is a candy cane flavor. Oh. It's awful. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. And it's always white chocolate for some reason. Uh-huh. Those, yeah. Do you like the candy cane bark candy that happens around Christmas? Yeah, with the dark chocolate. Right. I do like that. Okay. But not in your M&M's. But it's the artificial candy cane flavor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I don't mind them. Um, this, I'm having a nostalgic taste memory, and I don't know what it is, but it's something from like grade school. It's a little... <clears throat> Gingerbread man. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Never before has someone <laughs> honed right in on it. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. It tastes like gingerbread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Specifically a gingerbread that has M&Ms for eyes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's the taste. It's the texture of the M&M and the flavor of gingerbread. Do you think yeah. it wouldn't sell as well if that's how they branded it? Gingerbread flavor? Gingerbread M&M's? I certainly would not have bought it. Okay. Yeah, yeah so they so did it go. right. Here, if, anyone, if anyone would like more. Well, I'm well under 30, so. I <laughs> <laughs> you actually like these. Yeah, yeah I think they're yeah. not bad. 
They're Good fun work, to M&Ms. eat. They're just a little, you chew them and they're fun. <laughs> All right. So the M&Ms are a hit. Yeah, surprisingly. Pretty good. Uh, need to talk to you guys about Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box delivered direct to your door with exclusive pop culture collectibles, apparel, and gear. Loot Crate curates and designs everything themselves. You can't find these items anywhere else. No matter what you geek out about, this is for you. In the last Loot Crate box that we got, and I say we because Daniel stole some of it, we received a pop socket, which is currently on Daniel's phone. Mm-hmm. We received an Office Space t-shirt, a Rick and Morty what would you call that? Like figurine? It's like an f- exclusive figurine. That's right. It was pretty cool. And you- other super cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, over 30 million crates sold. Guaranteed t-shirt in every crate. Loot Crate packs $45 plus of value into each crate for less than $20 a month. You can't lose. Subscribe now and give yourself a birthday present every month. Um, they're original and most popular loot crate is a curated collection of items from only the best pop culture franchises every month talking real deal with the likes of dc marvel blizzard harry potter nickelodeon wwe fallout and many more this crate will sell out you must order by this week to guarantee yours as this will sell out get the best surprises each month from the largest geek and gaming subscription company geek out in style with loot crate subscribe now by going to lootcratecom slash rosen and enter my code rosen to save an exclusive 30 percent off your subscription Again, subscribe now by going to lootcrate.com slash Rosen and enter my code Rosen to save an exclusive 30% off your subscription. Okay. Has anyone flown or have you heard of JetSuite X? It's like part of JetBlue and it's it's like just short little local trips like here, like LA to Northern California or to Mammoth or to Las Vegas. And it's like a, it's somehow like a private jet, but it's not because the, t- and it's like cheap tickets. You buy tickets, but it's like, I think it's a small plane. Um, and you, I don't know. I don't, you don't really go through security. Have you done it, Jeff? You're nodding. I've, I've heard of this and I've flown once on a very small private jet out of Van Nuys and there's no security. It's the craziest thing. When I went to go on this flight, it was for work. And I walked up to the thing and I said, oh, I'm here for blah, blah, blah. And they said, there's your plane. And I thought, okay, where do I bend over and you know, <laughs> right. spend 20 minutes in a microwave oven? And they just said, you, you could just go. And you would just walk out the door onto the tarmac across the thing and just get on the plane. And hmm. nobody cared about anything. Do you it was check great. bags or is it all carry on? You can't for it, Jet Suite X. You can check two bags. Yeah, huh? this this was a real tiny plane. It was like a Volkswagen, and uh, so it was all just. I mean, we were just flying to Palm Springs and back, so it was it was all carry on. But it's super convenient. I heard about this out of Burbank or Van Nuys. It's Burbank, yeah. but it's not. It's like a it's a hangar that's like a mile away yeah. from the main. I'm going up to Northern California for a, a thing tomorrow, and flying this, and I'm excited. Because I can bring my whole soda with me <laughs> and as much lotion as I want. But a little bit, the lack, it's weird. Like, I, I feel super liberated by the fact that you can just show up half an hour before. Um, although I'm going to try to aim for more so that I actually end up getting there half an hour before. But the, I, I'm excited to not go through the rigmarole of security. But it also, it's weird how much I'm like, no, that it, makes me nervous it's a little weird, bit. It's weirdly informal. So when I was on this flight... No joke, we're about to take off, and one of the pilots 
turns around and says, do you guys want a soda or anything or a beer? <laughs> and and everybody said, yeah, I'll take blah, blah, blah. And he got up out of his seat and was opening up the cooler and handing us drinks. And I thought, I don't know. Don't do this. <laughs> right, he's flying. <laughs> you, you focus. I will get my own soda. But... Yeah, there's something unnerving about how unofficial it is. Yeah. If it makes you feel any better, the whole TSA thing is just a charade anyway. Yeah. No, yeah. I have read about that. You're not any that. safer on a jet. For yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. How many people does it hold? I think about 30. Okay. And I think that if you have a group of 30, then you can reserve <clears throat> Excuse me, reserve the whole plane. So then it really is like a private jet. Except I- I've never flown on a private jet. One day I hope to because it looks neat. Yeah. But um, the way private jets are set up where it's like it's a lounge in the sky, I, this is just set up like a plane. Sure. I believe. A plane in the sky. A plane in the sky. <laughs> well, it's both in the sky and on the ground. Yeah. This one was really small and it was set up. There were four seats in it and two of them faced backwards. That's When did you fly up. on a private jet? <laughs> it, was, it was when I was working for CarCast. Ah. It was, I think it was me, Katie Levine, Adam... And Sandy? And yeah, so I got one of the backward facing seats and was green around the gills by the time we landed. I was I don't do well with backward. Oh, and and the thing bounced around a lot because it was a tiny plane and I was working so hard not to throw up. And we got picked up in some fancy Aston Martin car and I just thought, I'm gonna throw up in this car. (laughs) And then we went to a country club and got this like super fancy catered meal and I just I could not enjoy it. I thought I was gonna throw up the whole time. It was horrible. So I was like Throwing elbows to not get one of the rear-facing seats going home. Smart. Oh, I didn't think about thing. how bouncy this might be. That's that's so fucked up. I, I used to um, go on buses when I was younger, you know, and there you find those greyhounds or whatever that'll have that. Mm-hmm. The, and, and I don't think there's anything more depressing than being having to face another person that's also <laughs> yeah. on a Greyhound sure. for the entire <laughs> eight hours of your trip. <laughs> yeah. On a, yeah. Trains have it, too. Yeah, I'm not mm. crazy about it on trains. Mm-mm. As a kid, it's the coolest thing in the world. I'm facing the wrong way. <laughs> but yeah, once you get to be Although grown I, up, you're like, I this think is bad. It, it's, from a safety standpoint, I think you're actually safer because if your back is right. facing forward, if you crash into something, you don't go flying into anything. You, your back yeah. is Yeah, well, it's like with little kids, you have them rear-facing right. in a car seat for like as long, till they're 21. Yeah, there was some crazy <laughs> car inventor guy that was trying to invent a car that you would drive with mirrors and actually sit backwards because he decided it was safer. But obviously, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> didn't catch so on. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah surprisingly, it didn't catch on. This strikes but, me as a guy that had a propeller hat. <laughs> propeller head and the car had three wheels but you know it is legal to drive backwards as long as you're going the right direction probably so you can drive down the street backwards the whole way as long as you're going the direction of traffic really i would yes. think so huh. so sorry did yes. you book this flight yourself was no it affordable uh it was don't know? no it's like 80 dollars what that's 80 dollars each way yeah yeah What's to northern california again? jet suite x Okay. I know. I thought it was some fancy because I didn't book it myself, so I thought it was some fancy thing. And then I saw the the not the receipt, the confirmation, and it's so affordable. Yeah, yeah, huh? And they it, fly to a lot of smaller airports, so all these little like a trips handful get, of smaller ones. Yeah, but at least there are places that you're going that might be a pain to get to from yes. the larger airports yes. that are handy with this. Totally, mm. and it's a, a part of JetBlue. I yes, okay. it is connected to JetBlue somehow. Does it have in-flight entertainment? Do you get a movie? 
you have a um an outlet. Okay, good. <laughs> you, you have, have free you have your own good. cell phone. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't I doubt it does. Okay. Cuz it's just like one hour flights, you know. That's fair. Um That sounds fun. I don't know. Did you guys see the SpaceX yeah. launch thing? I was in a lift. I so I did go fact yourself that um pod it's a Max Fun podcast and they record it live at Angel City Brewery, which is in downtown LA. I had never been there. Um, it's a, it's a really cool bar slash brew. I f- have you been there, David? I don't think so. It's got a ton of, are they stills? Like gigantic oh, yeah, things yeah. that like a Dick Tracy character would kill someone <laughs> with Yeah, and cranks and all that. Um, cool. So yeah. And I competed against Jordan Morris and you, oh, I mentioned it on the last episode. You choose three areas of expertise and then they choose one of your, uh, areas and then they have special experts and I have so much to say about it but I feel like I Don't shouldn't yeah I won't but it's not going to air until the end of November or something oh, it's a boy. long time to not talk about it but anyway I was in a lift on the way home and my driver I didn't really pay attention until he started talking to me but he seemed kind of stony to begin with and then he so we're like in a not great area um and he's like oh my god oh my and I'm in the back seat I cannot see anything oh my god God, oh my God, you have to see this. And I'm like, what, what? (laughs) And he's like, I'm going to pull over. I hope that's okay. You have to see this. And so we pull over and I'm like, what are we? I couldn't tell you. I was, I'm like looking, looking at the building next to me, looking at the sign. And I'm convinced that he's hallucinating, (laughs) that he's seen something right in front of the dashboard that I can't see. And I'm like, what, how am I going to get out of this situation? He is clearly seeing something because his eyes were like, I think he was stoned. But anyway, then I... Wait, I, a Lyft driver? <laughs> Irresponsible? I, I got out of the <laughs> car, and then I saw it in the sky. And he didn't know anything. He hadn't been looking at Twitter a moment before, like I had, where right. I had read that this was happening. So anyway, I saw it, and it was cool. And it turned out he wasn't hallucinating. It, it looked cool. I didn't get to see it live. I just got to see all the pictures. Ah. Did you see it, David? Yeah, real cool. <laughs> it was great. I didn't have a Lyft driver to point it out to me. <laughs> so you missed it? I didn't know. Yeah, I missed it. But there was something you saw from my bathroom in Hollywood. Oh man, that was one of that was one of the um, highlights of my life. (laughs) I was on your toilet, (laughs) dropping a deuce. Looked out the window, the space shuttle. Remember when the space shuttle was was docking here at the Museum of Science? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it did like a whole tour of L.A. on the back of the plane and just flew all around. That was awesome. And it was going over the Hollywood Hills, and I saw it, and I. (laughs) <laughs> am one of the very few people who have looked with my bare eyes at the space shuttle while dropping a number two. <laughs> so Just I have you and Neil there. Armstrong. Yeah. So, you know. It was cool. I forgot how cool that was. When I want one out. of those patches, you know, like those NASA patches, <laughs> but just me on a toilet <laughs> and then the space shuttle over my head. Yeah. When I think about it, of all the different bathrooms I've had, not many of them have a situation where you can look out the window and see stuff while you're on the toilet. Yeah, it's a nice feature. A small yam for man. (laughs) A giant yam for mankind. (laughs) It was. So you're welcome, humanity. Renee, you judged a a dog Halloween costume contest. I did, thanks to one of your listeners. Uh, Teresa listens to the show, and she is part of a group. uh, Yeah, Teresa. Teresa. 
uh, part of a group called San Diego uh, Pity Parents, I believe. Oh, cool. So uh, it's a supportive pit bulls and like, hey, they're great dogs, you guys. Uh, so they have this huge event uh, down in San Diego called Pities in the Park, and they have a Halloween costume contest. Oh. It is fantastic. We got to go down uh, last year, and then we went down this year. Last year, the costumes were insane. This year, well, listen, it's been a year. It's been a year for everybody to get like creative costumes, so it was a lot of phoned-in mm. costumes just like from the store. What was great is those dogs really dialed up the showmanship. Uh, upwards of five dogs uh, on the stage. They're just supposed to come out and be like, this is me as a butterfly. Uh, but then they all uh, did a little stop, drop, and roll trying to get the costume out themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic yeah. wait so last year the the costumes were more deluxe yeah uh there was That's interesting i don't know why it is so funny and why we love it so much but when you uh put them in a costume where the front paws look like the legs yeah. of the oh, person, yeah. and then the legs are just flopping out to the sides that's yeah. hilarious, and it's coming right at you like a person. <laughs> Come on! Uh, so there was a lot of those last year, Not or, as many or this the year. ones where there's like a rider on their back. Yeah, like a, you know, real fun. Yeah, I, that's interesting to me because I I think everyone feels a little deflated. In. No, it's just Elliot's like costume. enthusiasm for stuff like that is this is like oh, it just feels <laughs> yeah. it's just like we've been punched in the gut it's so true. many times. It's been for a two little years. bit of a tough year to like yeah. ante like, up and be like. Oh, yeah. What about a fun costume? But the people good? who um, are happy with the current state of things don't like those sorts of things. They don't yeah. strike me as people that like, you know, silly kind of goofy things that involve creativity. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know enough people. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I'm a terrible judge because it's dogs. So I just yeah. gave all tens. And then the lady next to me, uh, we had to get the number and I missed it. So I looked onto hers and she was like, oh, I, I'm being real hard on them. I'm like, thank God somebody is. Otherwise, everybody would just have tens. So that's... was it just did they each just get one number? Or was it like for originality, for lip sync, for this? Yes. Uh, personality of the dog, creativity of the costume for each one. Personality. Ten, ten. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm going to give a dog anything under a ten. Always. David, are you into Halloween? Yeah, I like it. It's um, my girlfriend's birthday, so mm. she's real into it. And it's also Nevada Day, so I love it. And I think I talked about this maybe last year. That they home means Nevada. Home means Nevada. Oh, God, I should have mentioned it. <laughs> out where the trucky silvery rills. Out Jeff where the just sun stares ahead. <laughs> like, you'd be on a table Dexter style. Like, how? Just At the like, end of that, do people go shine, shine, shine? It feels like... Well, it's on, always shine. It, it shine, sounds like it should go shine, shine, shine. Yeah, when we were kids, we would do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. <clears throat> you guys didn't, didn't know it well enough when I was singing it off. No, of course. Chime in. Well, if we do it again. Are you a Halloween? Are you guys Halloween uh, folks? I am not. I am. Because I don't like scary stuff or effort. <laughs> but Daniel's super into it. <laughs> perfect Venn diagram of effort and scary <laughs> things. That she'll never. Yeah. I, I, but I never get to do Halloween because. He decided to live his life with this gal. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did put a lot of effort last year. Those costumes were amazing. Thank you. But I, this year, people have been asking me what I'm, I'm going to do. You set the bar so high. So for anyone who doesn't know, Elliot was Hamilton and Wendy was Eliza. From the musical. From the Hamilton. Um, yeah. And I like made those costumes. Hamilton but- even, the Hamilton app featured Elliot as like the Hamil kid of the day. That's right. Or the week or something. Yeah, that was fun. But um, <laughs> uh, this year, it's more about just the fact that we're in the middle of the move and stuff. It's just I don't have that, the time. Yeah. But I did come up with something, so hopefully I can pull it off. But it's less effort. But um, 
Yeah, like in our new place, we're not going to be there, but I have like there's this huge uh, tree and it overhangs the um, the sidewalk. And what I want to do is have like because it's so big and the branches extend, have like a rope or string that connects to the house. And then I can drop like giant spiders on people's heads and stuff. <laughs> I want to do stuff like that, but yeah. I can't this year because I'm not going to have time. Okay. This is the first I've heard of this. <laughs> I've also been looking up like um, different ways of doing spectral effects because you can do like Pepper's Ghost, which is that thing that they have in Haunted Mansion where they have the, the glass that's tilted oh, cool. with the half reflection glass. And then you can have it, you know, so you can see ghosts and things. Cool. But there's also, you could do like a scrim. You could get like a, um, it's like a netting that you can see through and then pro- do rear projections so that it's like in a doorway or something. And then something will like appear. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be real fun. <laughs> this is scary. wide-eyed. It sounds terrifying. This would be to entertain trick-or-treaters. Sure. I mean, I'm just wondering. <laughs> I mean, I, do you like that part? Trick that, or treating? That's the best. When no, I was no, like, no, no, no. Giving it to the little kids. Oh. I never get any trick or treaters. It's so weird. Right. Yeah. I think I would like it, mm-hmm. but like I never, I feel like trick or treating has changed. Do people even go to doors? I feel like now it's like you stand. Oh, they do. It happens at yeah. 3 yeah. p.m. In your neighborhood. Maybe. Yeah. Here, in your new neighborhood, there will be a lot more. And out in Studio City, I have friends that their neighborhood, it's, it's crazy. It's like Halloween, the way that you remember it as a kid. Just the, the streets are just filthy with kids. Where, yeah. where is this? Studio City. Yeah. Like, there's a, a high concentration of people in the entertainment business. Yeah, and yeah, you, should, you should see the, the displays that people have. And like, they're saying holograms and yeah. crazy things. It's really. Yeah. It's, it's kind of on near our house, there's a whole strip of like really fun little stores and things. There's three Halloween stores that are just Halloween stores all year. There's special effects makeup stores <laughs> like for the for the movie business. But you can so they it's very pro Halloween where we live. Um, I, I want to do something where you'd got like a motion sensor because you can now with all of the cameras and stuff, you can have it so that if someone were to like go up to the door, it could trigger something that would happen in the living room because there's a big window yeah. and then you could like block all yeah, that off. Yeah, just me dropping down. Like, <laughs> yeah, so you can have like a scene in there that only triggers when they go up, you know. It's going to be like great. That. Yeah. Maybe yeah, we'll just do it for words. Christmas. yeah yeah, do that that'll be fun i was in milwaukee with some friends i'd been doing comedy and then had like a couple days extra and i'm like i'll just hang out with you guys we went to a baseball game we went to um were they playing baseball that late no this was a different trip we went to the baseball game sorry but we went to a haunted house it was really fun it was out through this junkyard so you would walk Mm. this one of the scariest things like walking between two cars and you're looking around for people to jump at you and they just had this patch of grass like it looked totally like the rest of the ground but just sunk down a little bit like a mattress it was so unsettling you just like Ugh. well it, like when you stepped on it yeah like when you stepped on it it looked like the normal ground and you're got your eyes open like all right someone's gonna come around from this car and you just sink into the ground oh, oh, that's weird. it was pretty good and then then we got really drunk and then the next day we're just kind of hanging out no plan in mind like just being kind of hungover and then trick-or-treaters started showing up and i was like oh do you guys have candy and they go we don't i was like should we run down to the store and they're like you know what i think we just missed it this year so we ended up and they didn't have curtains so we just kind of like hid behind the furniture <laughs> but these kids came up like i can see them ah! <laughs> i i want to have this i want people to start doing a tradition where they 
trick or treat, but for Christmas. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Where you go around and it's like more of a festive version of it. Because like I, I'll, part of this is my idea of doing a haunted house. You know, they have like not scary farm or whatever, yeah. like one of those, but like Christmassy. Yeah. <laughs> like so, it's like happy things jumping yeah. out at you instead of scary <laughs> things. That's See, that I would be interested in. Yeah, and like you know, hugs. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Santa jumps out. I actually don't keep a yeah. naughty and nice thing. I just love you. Get over here, you. <laughs> you wet your bed a little bit and you didn't do your homework. That's okay, buddy. Come here. My God, is wetting your bed something that puts you on the naughty list? Your parents are jerks. They threaten you that I'd give a shit about that. I don't care. I'm good Santa. Get over here. I would guess there'd be some parents that would be very angry or just going through the worst protocol of how to get their kid to stop wetting the bed. Right. I yeah. bet that's been threatened before. Yeah. I'm sure. That's so sad. That makes me sad for those kids. Not with Happy Santa around. <laughs> He's going to no. set them straight. He's yeah. going to let them know. Happy Santa is like the, the Supreme Court of that kind of shit. It's like, I've overruled it. <laughs> overturned it. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't let my reindeer pick on Rudolph. Are you kidding me? They're all buddies. <laughs> they let them play in reindeer, reindeer games all the time. Why in the hell wouldn't they? I don't know who wrote that damn song. Give me a hug. Here, kid. I love you. <laughs> You have to be Santa in our life somehow. Yes. Santa's therapist went to the David Huntsberger School of Everything's Okay. You're fine. It's okay, buddy. (laughs) You pick your nose in public. You're a little too old for that. That's all right. (laughs) Get over and give me a hug. I love you. Uh, Let's do Just Me or Everyone. Um, First, I have some things to tell you guys. I'm on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. Different reward levels, behind the scenes stuff, bonus episodes, live stream. It just doesn't stop. (laughs) Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. And I want to tell you about Mod Cloth. You know those girls who wear super cool retro clothes? And you're like, where do you get your endless supply of cool retro clothes? At least that's how I've always felt. I've always felt like I can't be as cool as you because I don't know how to get that stuff that is making you so cool and also stylish in a hip retro way. It's mod cloth. I didn't oh. know about mod cloth, but now I know. I would say it, thank mod you. cloth is where they go. Yeah. Support for Allison Rosen is your best friend comes from mod cloth. Falls in full swing at Mod Cloth. If you're not already curled up in a sweater, they've got you covered with cozy essentials and cute knits that won't quit. Don't you hate when your knits quit? Yeah. <laughs> These ones won't. <laughs> they, 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 I'm out of here. I'm not even giving you notice. <laughs> Prep for these upcoming... <laughs> Prep for these upcoming holiday parties with Mod Cloth's Party Boutique. Mod Cloth believes fashion should celebrate all women. That's why they offer a full range of sizes from... XXS to 4X. And also, that's extra, extra small to 4X. Um, they don't just have clothing. They also have cool accessories and bags like that silver tote bag. Or not tote bag, excuse me. That silver duffel bag over there that has the rainbow handles from Mod Cloth. I did not. I wanted it. I didn't order it. I kept talking about it. And then my listeners got it for me for my birthday. How nice is that? That is super nice. I know. It's the coolest. To get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth, M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com, modcloth dot com, and enter code Allison at checkout. That's modcloth dot com, code Allison, for 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. This offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on January 15th, 2019. Okay, just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something. 
Noatorius says, Can't stand people who continue to swipe around on your phone gallery when you show them a single photo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're like, wait, I want to on. become one of those people now. No one ever takes full license to it. That's such a psychopath behavior. Oh, that is cute. What <laughs> 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 she got in here? <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. That's, um, that implies that this person has multiple people in their life. That I feel does like this. it's it's not that uncommon a thing yep. if it's like a good friend or a family member that they'll just start looking around. Oh, wow. I people all across the spectrum yeah. have done this to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like people I barely know. It's just like you feel violated. What are they looking for? <laughs> just that I've had enough of this. That's so weird. What else you got? <laughs> I have it just me or everyone. Oh, please. Oh. I was on the phone. F- I'm never on the phone ever, but I was on the phone for a long time uh, recently. And then I started immediately after hanging up, listening to a podcast where it was a conversation. And I felt like this desire to talk, like my brain wanted to <laughs> partake, like it was still a conversation. And I was like, "What? wait, I was so confused. <laughs> I bet that's not just you. That's why I threw it out there. Is it just me or everyone? That's the idea. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's probably not just you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You want to inspire conversation and we don't want to have it. <laughs> I have not had that experience. I could imagine it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I, 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 You know what? I'm going to do a yeah. test just to say, yeah. It doesn't Daniel's continue right. for it a is long everyone. period of time. I realize pretty quickly the, those people are not on the other end who of the did, phone. Who might you have been on a conference call with? Uh, John Favreau and uh, Dan Pfeiffer. Sure. <laughs> Pod, Pod Save America. Uh, was not on the phone with those guys. Right. As it turns out. Noatorius also says, I can handle horror movies, but horror movie trailers creep the F out of me. Well, I can't handle either, but I find the trailers to be scary. Yeah, I'll turn that right off. I think it's, for me, oftentimes, though, it's just the power of suggestion because it's like, I'm creeped out just knowing I'm about to see something scary. It doesn't, I don't know that it's, like, I can't watch it without already feeling creeped out. Because you can't trust those trailers. They always want to do a little Mm -hmm. little jump out at you. Yeah. If I could trust them and know that the jump outs are in the movie, I'm fine with them. Right. But that's not how they do it. And you know it's coming in the two minutes or whatever that the trailer is running. You right. could watch a movie and sort of enjoy it, knowing that you're not going to get scared for a little bit. But the trailer, like you just you know it's you're getting punched in the face. Right. I'm never scared by trailers. <laughs> are you ever scared by movies? Yeah, but usually that's because of the fact that it's not condensed. Like the thing that will scare me in a horror movie is the buildup. And the anticipation, the the actual payoff is never scary. Yeah, it's always the. Anticipation. Have you ever been like fucked up by a movie, like me, yes. who was like beside myself for six months after The Exorcist when I barely even watched it? I just hid under a blanket at a slumber party <laughs> where we put, watched it. Uh, yeah, very much. I have been. What movie? When I was a kid, so there were two movies that I remember. Um, there was. Now, I, n- I didn't actually watch either of these movies. I, I saw a little bit. My my mom and stepdad, we, we would rent... V- this is back when you would rent a VCR. Sure. <laughs> and so, like, every now and then, every, like, couple weekends, a month or something, we'd go and we'd rent a VCR, and they would rent, like, horror movies sometimes. And then I would go in my room while they watched horror movies in the other room. So it was all in my imagination, because I could hear everything, because we lived in a very small house. 
And the two movies were Creep Show and um, The Howling. And um, both of those, I think the Howling was the first time I pulled an all nighter. I was probably Aww. twelve. Aww. <laughs> I was I stayed up all night uh, reading Charlie Brown like Peanuts <laughs> yeah. books. Yeah. You've yeah. always been good to me, Charlie. <laughs> well, because in the, the yeah, because yeah. in the Howling, there's a uh, um, it's all about werewolves, and I think if I'm remembering correctly, there's like. Uh, a smiley face button on a door and like there's a this may not actually be in the movie i don't know and there's a, a werewolf behind that door and in my bedroom i had a phillies pennant that i put buttons and pins on that had a smiley face door a button on it <laughs> so i was like there's a clearly a werewolf in my closet right. that's gonna kill me <laughs> the minute i go to sleep uh and then creep show i was convinced that someone was, uh, an old man was gonna come twist my head off so uh, those fucked me up. But I had nightmares for a long time with the howling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mine's arachnophobia. Mm. Could not take a shower without like <laughs> investigating for a good 30 minutes to make sure. <laughs> Anything where it's like a real world thing. Yeah. Like, that. like <laughs> yeah, was it Chud where stuff comes out of the toilet? Like, remember that one? Yeah. Underground cannibalistic, cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Yeah. yeah. For me, it was speaking of real ones. There was this. Manson family TV movie in the 70s that just was so creepy. And that was a thing in the 70s that he was this kind of boogeyman that every kid right. was scared of Charles Manson. He's going to come and kill everybody. Mm. And this movie was just one of those creepy 70s TV movies that I stayed up and watched that I should not have watched. Right. And then the other one was Beneath the Planet of the Apes. That mm. movie. Was that scary? That movie's fucked up. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, and it's rated PG. Huh? Or no, it might actually be rated G. I'll have to look it up. <laughs> but whatever it is, it's a horrifying movie. No kid should ever watch this movie. It's a nightmare. I don't know that one. Huh. It's great. How about you, Dave? Arachnophobia was the first one that I had the wherewithal to be like, it's too rich for my blood. <laughs> <laughs> I know myself well enough. Like It's still, I it. had a lot of the same thing, just from the trailer. Yeah. I had a lot of the same things that you did of just like, that shower drain any minute now could mm -hmm. just start spewing them out. What are my escape routes? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It just ugh. my cousin was kind of that way too. We had I don't even know if I'd seen all of um, Nightmare on Elm Street, but just telling him the premise and the plot and the scenes that I had seen, he was like, I, I, "I'm good. I don't need to even hear <laughs> any more about yeah, it." Yeah, that one. <laughs> really, I uh, Poltergeist also and. Um, I forgot the other one. But yeah, every, basically there was a period of my life where every scary movie... But The Shining show. didn't bother you? I didn't see The Shining until I was older. Mm -hmm. And so... I have still never seen it. The Shining... The, I guess The Shining is scary. It's probably really scary if you're young, but I don't think of it as being particularly scary. I thought it was so cinematic by the time I watched it. I was probably a teenager that I just thought like it was an art film. No matter what yeah. was happening, it always mm -hmm. just seemed kind of like, this is weird. Yeah. But it never felt like. I, yeah, it, it is. I think it is. I, I'm just too old. It, it, there's a particular point in your life. where See, like I'm beginning to feel creeped out right now just, just talking about, about it. it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Sybil yeah. scared me oh, yeah. a lot. And that's not a horror movie. Um, but that creeped me out. There's a photo of me somewhere wearing weird, funky old lady glasses and hiding under a table because <laughs> I was obsessed with Sybil. Really? <laughs> yeah, when I was really oh, little. Halloween 3, The Year of the Witch. That freaked me out. I saw it at a slumber party, and that was, uh, that was another one. That, do you know that one? Mm -mm. That's the one where the kids would buy these masks, and there was like this no. TV ad for it, and it was like, six more days till Halloween. 
Halloween. And then so all and it's like this hypnotic and then the kids put the mask on and then on Halloween they played that commercial. Right. And it turned all their heads into like liz- snakes oh, and God. cockroaches <laughs> oh, and <boy>. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch a lot of uh, the classics that everyone references, but like, I didn't see most of the, the franchises. I just, I'm not that into horror movies. Right. So I'm similar to you in that. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see Blair Witch? I also didn't see that one, but just knowing uh, it existed scared me. I worked at Artisan when we released that movie. So I had to watch it before it came out. Did it scare you? No. It, I mean, it was, I, I didn't think it was that great. It was like, and it was shaky, so you, it's yeah. just like By hard the to... time, I saw it way late, and everybody had been like, oh my God, it's the most terrifying thing ever. And I, I don't know. Yeah, People that, for thought some it was real. It I think yeah. the reason it was such a phenomenon is they were really smart in the build-up to that, and people thought that it was a, a real thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you think it's real, then yeah, it's pretty pretty freaky. Yeah. So I just look it up. Beneath the Planet of the Apes was rated G. <laughs> <laughs> now, to put this in perspective... The Muppet movie is also rated G. That's nuts. Apple Dumpling Gang <laughs> rated G. What was scary about it? It was just horrifying. So they go underneath the Planet of the Apes, and there's this race of mutant humans living there that worship the atomic bomb, and they have these faces <laughs> that are like, you can kind of see through their skin, and and the the main character gets killed very gruesomely in the end, and the world is shown being blown up at the end. That is the end of this movie. This and it sounds awful. Yeah, and, and they like they sing these little hymns that, that they're worshiping the bomb and it's it's horrifying. It's a, it'll give you it'll give an adult nightmares, I <laughs> yeah. think. Rated G. Crazy. Simpler times. Well at least it didn't have bad words. <laughs> yeah, no swears. Lauren Kay says, whenever I pet someone else's cat, I feel like I'm doing it wrong. Sometimes dogs too. Maybe are. <laughs> Yeah, no, I yeah, definitely how, how are that. you doing it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you doing it like Elliot does? Because if that's the case, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Where you try to slap you just him lower in the face. Your, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> smacks him. He just smacks him. <laughs> yeah, it took me a while to learn how to pet cats. I'd come at him like a dog and boof, they don't care for that. Mm. Not straight for the belly. Don't do that. What is the right yeah. way to pet a cat to start out? Uh, I think now it's like between their shoulder blades if they want it. Is that right? What do you think, Joe? I just, I mean, I wouldn't go over the stomach. Cats typically don't like that, but mm-hmm. yeah, just rub their face and head and then see where it goes from there. Interesting that cats don't like their tummy to mm-hmm. be rubbed. Dogs are way into that. Well, I have a cat that's really into it. Right. Loves it. Right. But, but I you think, have to get, I think they're, they're generally cats find that spot to be kind of vulnerable. They, you need their buy-in. Yeah. Trust. <laughs> you got to build the trust. Right. They have those glands up near their forehead ear area, and that's why they're always rubbing that on you. Oh, is they're that, trying I didn't to know own that. you. Like you got my smell on you. You're my or you're my property now, and that's <laughs> my door in. I always just kind of let my hand. Then they rub their head on that. I'm like, I I know what you think you're doing right now, but I'm fine with it because it it feels like you like me. <laughs> and then I move to petting the head between the ears, then down the spine. And then when they like do that arch up thing, they're like, oh, that's the spot. <laughs> right before you get to the tail, like, yep, that's, I love that. They're going to wiggle a bit. I love that. <laughs> James Leroy Wilson says, bacon's great on things, but as a breakfast side with eggs, sausage seems far more substantial. I have to agree. If I'm choosing, I'm you not. patties or links? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. But they're say... pretty similar. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Either one. 
It definitely seems more substantial. Yeah. When you're real hungry, you go for the sausage. I would go, yeah, I'm always going to go sausage over bacon. I, I, That's just me personally. It depends. Yeah, it depends on what kind of bacon. If yeah. it's the, like, that maple, applewood, mm-hmm. smoked thing. Like a nice thick mm-hmm. cut yeah. bacon. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think I'd only had uh, crappy grocery store thin bacon for ages. And then mm-hmm. the first time I had some sausages, I remember having that same thought. Like, why have we... Why have we had this other version of this thing? <laughs> These little strips of paper. I don't need that. Yeah. And then my grandmother would cook it so much that it was burnt almost. Why do people yeah. like so that? I don't know. Crunchy bacon. Yeah. Russell Griggs says, feel worse than when someone leaves me hanging on a high five when no one does the J-Mo skadoop doop. Thank you, Colonel Jeff Fox, for shoehorning a drop, but would love an actual skadoop doop. <laughs> I feel like I do it. Yeah, we can step yeah. it up a bit. Yeah, <laughs> we can step it up. I, I, yeah, sorry, buddy. But you we'll can do that at home. Time. Pick it up on your own yeah. at home, Jeff. <laughs> Is his name Jeff? Uh, it's Russell. Oh, Russell. 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 Close. Pick it up, Russell. <laughs> skadoop doop. Mary says, just mirror everyone, enjoy the ASMR like effects of listening to the chewing during snack chat segments well i don't think that is in general people don't like chewing and Didn't i was this one last time oh did i that one sounds familiar that sounds familiar. maybe i did i know that we talked because ben well i know that ben glebe was talking about having chewed once on his podcast and people freaking mm, out yeah maybe we did do it but i recently i don't know if it was an itunes comment or an email from someone complaining about the chewing sounds during Uh-oh. snack chat so there you go my dad once ate my sister's biscuit on her period <laughs> that was gross. i have lost my understanding of what the real meaning of that was when she said that we were talking about, no, i think her dad literally ate a biscuit like literally ate a biscuit yeah that was her sister's and, and her sister had her period and overreacted right i think we were talking about like women being more moody because of their hormones or something. I think what's so funny about that is no one really says biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So true. it sounds like yeah. a euphemism every yeah. time you say it, you know? Tuesday Mantai says, in yoga, when the teacher says to forget about your plans for the day or your to-do list after class, I immediately start thinking about everything I have to do and get even more worked up than I was before. I don't do yoga, but I could imagine that's how I would yeah. feel. Yeah. Hey, Mantai, don't do that right now. <laughs> yeah. Are you that suggestible? Yeah, of course we are. We right. all do. Right. <laughs> no. Of course. Yeah. Everyone tells you like... Hey, don't focus on your breathing. And then suddenly you're like, am I breathing in? How, right. does, how does breathing go? Oh, like I, any- I forgot to breathe. Am I breathing? <laughs> yeah. I, haven't, I haven't been breathing all day. I'm going to pass out. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, that's making me yawn, which is just taking a big breath. Um, anytime I start thinking about eye contact or read about eye contact, mm-hmm. you see, now I'm like hyper aware of eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> it feels unnatural. That's reminding me like if somebody, if you're walking towards somebody or a group of people and you know that they're watching you walk and you start thinking about your walking yeah. and then you can't remember how to walk normal anymore. <laughs> yes. And you're just, it, you, you, I'm sure right you'd look like, with, oh, left, like left arm goes <laughs> with right arm. Yeah. For one of the pilot things I shot, they wanted mm. some B-roll of me walking and it, it didn't make it in. <laughs> I'm like, I I have no idea what it, I have a feeling like right arm 
right leg moved at the same <laughs> yeah, time yeah. together. Like, yeah. it just looks so <laughs> weird. Have you ever, speaking of being conscious of like eye contact and stuff like that and walking, have you ever gone through a phase where you feel like your tongue doesn't quite fit in your mouth or it just feels weird in there? <laughs> tongue, it's a special tongue. I remember when I was a kid, I was like, there's a weird feeling underneath my tongue. It's like there's too much saliva or something. And I can sort of periodically think of myself into that feeling. Only if I get numbed, like at the dentist or oh, something. Oh, no, this, mm. is just a, this is just a mental thing. Oh, man, when I was getting dental work of any kind done, and just that the whole time, like, all right, tongue, just stay over to this side and just mind your business. Okay, I know. Where are you going? What are you doing? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happens there. Like, the yes. tongue will not just lay down and take a nap. No, I know. I was, when I had um, my whole crown situation and my tooth peaks and all that, which we've canvassed, but I, when he was like drilling, I was like, what if my tongue just flew over there? <laughs> don't do it, tongue. Don't do it. But like, what if it did? Yeah. Oh, and it wants to. Oh, that yeah. damn tongue. I know. Let me in. I want to party. <laughs> I get that at the eye doctor, too, when they tell you to hold your head still or hold your eyes still. All of a sudden, yeah. it becomes impossible to yeah, do. Yeah. Your eyes start shaking. <laughs> That's like my fear of... LASIK or any sort of actually this is not exactly what you're saying but my fear of LASIK or any sort of like laser procedure like what if they sneeze while they're doing it or something right. I mean there yeah. must be safeguards intact but it must not be that it's mostly delicate. a machine that's doing it what if the machine sneezes sure. there's, a, there's a sneeze button yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly Eric Olson says I was in my late teens before I realized the Empire State Building is an office space. Before that, I figured it was a monument for its own sake, like the Eiffel Tower or Gateway Arch. Um, I lived in New York for years, and I don't think I realized that. Maybe I did at one point, but like, if someone asked me, is it office space or is it a monument, I wouldn't know. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, because I don't know anybody who works at the Empire State Building. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet you those are crummy offices. They are. I know somebody mm. that worked there, and they said they were horrible. Because it's a really old building. Such an old right. building. Yeah. 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 yeah well, so there you go. Everyone. Yeah. Um, you guys, thank you so much for being on the show. You're Jeff. welcome. <laughs> Where do we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? Find me at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the snappy. Got to bring the... Positive attitude <laughs> up your butt. <laughs> uh, and register to vote. Yeah. Everyone yes. needs to vote, please, for the love of God. And if you know one of those people that you always thought was cool, because they're like, they read a lot and they're they above the system yeah. and they kind of just have, you know what, voting's not my thing. Do what you can this year to just see if they'll do it. Just an experiment. Yeah. This is what I say. People are so cynical and they go, oh, they don't, why should I vote? No, you know, the leaders don't listen to us. It's like, that's because no one votes. Mm-hmm. Just if vote. Everyone just, just votes. Vote. Yeah. They'll start to listen, please. Yeah. 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 And this might be your last chance. So I'd say give it a shot. If the turnout <laughs> for the nation is what, 70%, that would be monumental. I think, it, yeah. I think the actual number is like 30, maybe. It's right. terrible. Yeah. So. Maybe that's the problem. And especially young people, because it's you who... You have to inherit this mess. Mm-hmm. Right. But also, it's, it's uh, statistically, you guys aren't voting nearly as much. That's the thing, you know, with that like, especially global if you're warming, under that, that UN thing. I'm like, Jesus Christ, millennials, you know, you guys, and then the next generation, like, 
Fire up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, vote, please. <laughs> I saw some news article that millennials weren't doing vote by mail because they couldn't figure out where to get stamps. Mm. That's great. Well, there you go. But Maybe it one day you can vote online. Of, uh, just like amazing activists, uh, millennials. So it's, mm-hmm. some of them are really, yeah. really yeah. enjoy it. I'm a big fan of millennials. Oh, and, and <laughs> even if you are registered to vote. Make sure. <laughs> double check. Double check because a lot of people have been checking and finding yeah. they're not still registered they've been kicked off the rolls so how did that happen i don't know but go to vote save america and you can it's super easy okay yeah. that's my public service good job thank all you right. i've done all i need to do i saved <laughs> democracy <laughs> renee where do we Quartz. find you uh yes uh twitter uh renee culvert instagram renee s culvert uh and then i don't i'm not affiliated with this i don't know it at all but there's a new podcast called the dream uh, about pyramid schemes uh, and like multi-level marketing, and I am loving it. So check out the Dream, a new podcast. Uh, I think by Little Everywhere. You're just uh, hoping Stitcher. that we'll listen, and then <laughs> yeah, I'll exactly. have to get. I just else need you all to listen. give me ten dollars real <laughs> no, quick, and then you tell somebody that. else, and then yeah, it's great. I'm having a lot of fun with it. <laughs> and David, um, piggybacking off Daniel. Also, don't get your hopes up about anything. <laughs> anything you want to go your way, just don't get your hopes up, and be prepared for like, huh. The pigs are still running the farm. Yeah, don't get discouraged when you lose, but do it anyway. Right, yeah. Give it your best. Um, You can find me at davidhunsberger.com. The Junk Show's back this Sunday. I do a podcast called The Space Cave. Otherwise, unfindable. I just remembered that last week, Ben Glebe was like, here's a tip. Give out the social handles at the beginning of the podcast and invite people to tweet at you while they listen. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's so smart. I'm 100% going to do that, but I forgot to do that. Maybe Jeff can cut this part and put it at the top. No, yeah. I feel like that's weird. <laughs> Just let people listen to it twice this out. week. I mean, they're going to want to listen to that box yeah. part again anyway. That's right. Uh, consider this the beginning and then just listen to it backwards. Listen to it all over again. <laughs> I have a book out, Tropical Attire and Courage and Other Phrases That Scare Me. You can get that um, everywhere. But uh, especially go to my website, alisonrosen.com. There's plenty of places to click. It'll take you right to Amazon where you can get it all different formats. Um, and uh, Twitter, Allison Rosen. Instagram, Allison Rosen. LinkedIn. Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. And on my website, ringtones, t-shirts, etc. Thank you guys for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 